0: Welcome to Wildly Wealthy Life, the show that's all about exploring the different paths to a life of freedom and fulfillment, and how that ripples through your personal life, family life, and to the community. Join husband and wife power couple, Lee and Kat Hughes, as they share people's stories from different backgrounds and lifestyles about what it means to live a life well-lived. Tune in and take that first step to becoming the best version of yourself personally, and professionally, here on Wildly Wealthy Life.
1: Know how to figure out who you are, Mm -hmm. because there's so many people in this world that don't. You know, you asked me some questions, and uh, I got to really think about that, but I didn't have to take a long time, because I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I know what my goals are. I know what my aspirations are. I know where I'm going. So... Find a way to figure out where you're going and find out what you're meant to do in this world. If you don't, you're going to run around like a chick with your head cut off and you're going to wait 10 or 20 years of your life.
2: Welcome again to another episode of Wildly Wealthy Life Podcast. This is Lee, your co- or, well, co-host and host, We do a combo thing here, and my lovely wife to my left is Kat, also uh, our co-host, <laughs> for today's episode. You're having a ton of fun already. And Kat, can you uh, bring out our next guest?
3: Yeah, today we have Roger Godwin. Uh, Roger, I actually met him in Oklahoma October of last year at a real estate investing event. He was one of the speakers. And after he spoke, I approached him and we talked a little bit. And I found out that he was on his way to South Africa. And he was going to go and equip some leaders out there to you know, establish some successful ventures to be able to have a really good future for themselves. And I just saw that his heart was the heart of service. And so when we thought about this uh, podcast, he was one of the people that I thought of because I love that he's not just passionate about real estate and, you know, financial freedom, but he's also passionate about serving other people. So we'll bring him on. Roger, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm
1: doing fantastic.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> love uh, <that> your driving.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, you got to do stuff.
3: Yep. You know? yep. And actually, and Roger's going to close some deals today, right?
1: Yes, that's what I'm doing. I'm driving two hours south. <laughs> Drives two hours back north to get a piece of paper and a death certificate so we can close the deal today at one. So
3: yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh,
1: yeah. So uh and also just a correction, it was not South Africa, it was Kenya.
3: Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, south. gotcha, There you yeah. go. there's the correction for me. <laughs> Sorry we
1: about <laughs> that. Went to the east side.
3: Yes. East.
1: <laughs> not the south side. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah.
3: So
2: Roger, can you share a little bit about the work that you're doing currently?
1: Yeah, uh, so with uh, Equip, specifically? Yes. For, uh, okay, so earlier last year, I met with the pastor, and he said, hey, uh, I want to meet with you. Some people have told me about you and what your passion is. And I've I've been doing international work for quite a while, and I hadn't done it for a while. Like There's about a six- or seven-year period there that I did nothing. I just had it on my heart to go back, and through a student of mine in real estate, he said, hey, I got a guy that you need to meet, and I got invited to go speak in Africa at an international conference.
2: Awesome.
1: And that kind of kicked off everything from Oklahoma to going international again. And I have to tell you, the people of Kenya, just in Africa in general, are some of the most motivated, driven, kindest people I've, I've met anywhere in the world and I've been all over mm-hmm. and their ambition to succeed and to have opportunity to expand their mind, but just need some direction mm-hmm. is tremendous. That was probably the coolest thing. Besides I was adopted as a, the white Kenyan. So that's <laughs> cool. so yeah. But I uh, got, got in touch with some local business leaders while I was there from all over Africa, Tanzania, Zimbabwe, Somalia, surprisingly, just all over Chad. And it was wonderful to get to have that opportunity, but more so because of the fact that I got to invest in them. And WhatsApp, thank you, Jesus, for WhatsApp,
2: <laughs> um,
1: because we get to talk uh, every week and uh, to my guys in Cameroon and Kenya and a couple other places around the world. So investing in them still to this yeah, day. I yeah. Like
2: what kind of uh, goals do you have for that new venture for you?
1: Yeah, so right now, I'm actually just investing in uh, three pastors. We're financially supporting some kids through the pastors to go to school Mm -hmm. because the biggest thing that I found whenever I went there is here in the States, if you're a living, breathing person, handicapped or not, you get the privilege of going to school. And I say privilege because of the fact that you get to go no matter what. Mm-hmm. There, they have to choose sometimes between food or education.
3: Wow. Well, yeah.
1: And I found out that it costs anywhere from $50 to $100 a kid to send them to school, depending on if they're in first part of school, elementary, through middle school, or if they're in high school. Mm-hmm. And they have three semesters a year. So you're saying for 150 bucks or $300, we can make sure that the kid gets to go to school. So that's really my my real passion from going there a couple of times last year mm-hmm. to uh, to support.
3: And what got you to a place being able to support support them? As you said, you support them financially. And so, what do you do to be able to be in that place for work and or pursuing the financial freedom?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So real estate, baby, because that's just how the easiest use of time, talent, and treasure to be able to become financially independent mm-hmm. and whether that is through wholesaling. Uh, whenever you met me, I think I was uh, on the panel as the wholesaling expert along with uh, one of the biggest investors in Oklahoma. That's a buy and holder and uh, Matt Van Avery, which is a flipper. Mm-hmm. So I've a ton of homes in the last three and a half years is whenever I really got started and I've sold a, to date, 109 doors. Wow. And all without traditional marketing. I don't call them competitors, but my, my peers, uh, Oklahoma, we're pretty friendly here. We all help each other out. And they spend anywhere from $3,000 to $20,000 a month marketing and advertising. And I spend money on breakfast, lunch, and coffee. Right.
3: So basically what so, you're saying is uh, you're investing in relationships.
1: Absolutely. So my overhead is low. So... I don't have as many deals. I close about 30 to 40 deals a year, mm-hmm. but I have no overhead. I don't have mm-hmm. staff to pay. I don't have marketing costs that go out every single month. So instead of that, I get to take those profits that would be reinvesting and take care of my passion project projects that my wife and I do.
3: Wow, that's awesome. Can you tell us how exactly you build those relationships? I mean, yeah, you said, you know, coffee, lunch, and, and dinner, and all that, and breakfast. But how do you actually really foster those relationships that they would think about you when they're wanting to do a
1: deal? So there's a uh, book called The Go-Giver. It's by Bob Berg, and I can't remember the secondary author. But it's an amazing story about giving to give and not giving to get. Mm. Depending on your mentality, you're going to take it one way or the other. So I give to give because that's what I'm called to do. And whenever you invest in people and building relationships, the number one thing that I do, the number one thing that I do that people just are mind blown every single time I do is I just call to say hi for no other reason. Mm -hmm. I just want to see how you're doing. Can you tell me the last time somebody did that with you guys? (laughs) Besides your family or spouse.
3: Right. Yeah. 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 Not often. (laughs) Not
1: often at all. So, and not only that, but whenever I meet new people, right now, obviously, we're not going out and about meeting people at networking events mm-hmm. with the coronavirus going on. But anytime that I go to those meetings, I have a rule. I take three cards because I go to multiple events a week. Mm-hmm. So I take three cards. And if I go to three different events, that's nine people a week. You know, nine people times 52 is over a thousand people, right? Mm-hmm. Or over a couple hundred people. Anyways, I'm bad at math right now. My head, I'm driving. <laughs> um, but Focus <laughs> Anyways, it's the compound effect, right? Yeah. So do you know the number one thing that's the best thing in the world to hear? Your own name.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's right. Your own name. So if you actually take the time to sit and talk with people and engage them and not look to see who else is coming into the room and be fully focused and devoted to those people that you meet and talk to, tell me that doesn't make you feel like a million bucks. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love that because you're just very intentional about making sure that they feel important and that that they're the one that you want to talk to at that very moment and that there's no one else that's a distraction to you and you're just focused on them. And a lot of times I really do know that like in, especially in networking events, sometimes you can get caught up, like trying to meet so many people. And I love that your system is literally just take three people and that's it. Just, it's not even the number of quantity of people that you meet. You're focusing on the quality. So you know that with the three people, you can keep quality relationships with three people because that's easier to keep up with than trying to (laughs) be friends with everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Does the uh, three have anything to do with your belief on the I am third also?
1: <laughs> okay. So, you know, something that's really interesting. Have you guys ever heard of Kanaka Camps at no. all? Mm-mm. No. Okay. So Kanaka Camps, it's a place in Branson, Missouri, and it's been around since 1926. Mm-hmm. And they actually have an award called the I am third award. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And it's named after a guy who had a melt. Was a pilot in the military during the Vietnam era, and his plane was malfunctioning here in the States. He was told to eject and just, you know, wherever the plane falls, you know, the plane falls. And he chose to give his life so it would save countless others. And mm-hmm. so it's named after him for the I'm Third Award, actually.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I've been a recipient of that. Um, you know, you're one out of thousand that get that award for being there and I've always lived my life that way. One of a thousand kids mm. receives that award. It's a tremendous story of that, but also with that, we're people-pleasers, right? So there's a, there's that balance of, I want to make sure and do the right thing and take care of you and all that stuff, but there also has to be that balance, which is a hard lesson learned for mm-hmm. so many of us. Yeah.
3: So how do you, actually, let's go into that. How do you balance just like work and, you know, as a wholesaler, I could imagine it's pretty hard work. You know, I think it's not easy. Obviously, if you love to do it, that's amazing. But how do you balance that with your time with family and all that?
1: So I was very, very horrible about it um, <laughs> until about two years ago came. Uh, Cause at that time I was not only just wholesaling, but I was uh, running a construction company as well. And I'll tell you what, whenever you almost lose everything, almost declare bankruptcy, almost you know, had my wife and children leave because I was just working too much. I wasn't giving my wife the things that she needed that way for being a father to my kids. Mm. I was like, holy crap, I'm the only one making a living. I need to make sure, you know, work and work and work. And I realized that, you know what, what good is any amount of money if you don't have the people that you're doing it for with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that was a, uh, you know, just to be fully transparent, that that's what changed a lot of that for me two years ago. And I have a very gracious, prayerful wife that I'm very thankful for. So with that, I chose that if it was not going to save me time, talent and treasure, or time, energy and money is another way to say it. I'm not doing it. Mm. I have to make that balance decision every single day. And I choose that, you know what? This is my schedule. I will go to this many events or I'll have this many meetings this week. Because other outside of that, I mean, why go spin your wheels? Why why be busy than productive? Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's so
1: it's, it's a daily challenge. You know, with everything going on right now, I've actually exercised more. I've been with my children and my family and my wife more during this time. And I'm going to try to keep that up, you know? So. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know. Yeah.
3: When you talked about real estate and you said that that is the best, one of the best avenues to pursue financial freedom, can you just kind of touch on that a little bit as to? why you think that is, what is it about real estate, whether, you know, you're doing flip fix and flip buy and move, wholesale, obviously there's so many avenues, uh, you know, with real estate, but just real estate as a whole, what do you think makes it such a great avenue to pursue for financial freedom?
1: The mathematics behind it literally makes money fall out of thin air. <laughs>
3: That's amazing.
1: (laughs) Whenever people ask me what I do, because I I hate going to networking events and they have me stand up, say, hey, you know, what do you do? And blah, blah, blah. You know, I hate that. So I have this thing called a pattern interrupt. And I say, my name is Roger Godwin. I make money fall out of the sky and into my bank account. And I sit down. Like, that's it. Yeah. It's just true because, you know, with wholesaling especially, we, you know, I drove down to a a town called Lawton, Oklahoma yesterday with one of my students and he found a house. The guy wanted to sell it for 18,000 and we're like, Hey, we need, you know, we'll take it for 15 and we already got it under contract to go to somebody else for 20. And I mean, it's literally just making math work because I know how to do the construction part, which really helps mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, It's where you literally make money fall out of the sky. Yeah. You know, whenever you can buy a house for less than 70% or 75% of ARV yeah. less repairs, The bank literally pays you money to buy houses.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) So would you say for, uh, because obviously you have some experience, like you said, you know, you had experience in construction and all that. For someone who's wanting to start, you know, in real estate and let's say they're absolute beginner's obviously there's education, you know, they could educate their, themselves a little bit more. What else could they do to start into real estate investing if it's NUV?
1: Right. So I was actually just talking to my student about this yesterday. His name's Jake Deneen and he's, I met him whenever he was 20 years old and he and his buddy were literally going to YouTube and just learning everything they could about it. They heard something on the radio or something and then it piqued their interest and they went, to just start knocking on doors like man go you you know not many people have the guts to do that yeah but what he eventually learned is that even through some of the youtube gurus you know if that's what you want to call them they said go and find local rias go and find a local investor group because that's where you're going to find people that are doing it Mm -hmm. and i'm a big proponent of education i'm not a big proponent of college education if you're not meant to go to college I have a college degree, but I don't use it as well as 90% of the people that have a college degree, unless you're specialized. So I'm a big fan of going and investing in yourself, investing in education that you have interest in. I've spent way more money on real estate education and self-improvement stuff than I ever did in college. I probably spent four or five times as much Mm -hmm. uh, because that's important. Educating yourself and surrounding yourself with people that are successful in what you want to be and do. Is the number one thing I would suggest.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. And just as uh, for our listeners, just to kind of Piggyback on that actually, just in my experience, you know, I've been kind of like dabbling into real estate investing in the last couple of years. And it wasn't actually until last year when I became a part of, uh, this group. It's called real estate investor goddesses. It's women investors. Oh,
1: really- very nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so nice. I got to be a part of their network. And, you know, of course I paid for mentorship and all that stuff. And yes, it is very, very expensive, but because of doing that, literally in about like, four or five months, my everything just has exponentially doubled for me. And so it's just amazing just to piggyback that yes, you really have to educate yourself, but you also really have to surround yourself with the right people. You have to network and you have to surround yourself with like minded people. So it's just been such an amazing journey for us just to realize that why did not we do this sooner? Why didn't we network with people and just run with the like minded people sooner, you know? So just it's awesome to hear that that that's really important.
2: Yeah, I think also yeah. you can run by yourself so long, but if you have a team with you, you can carry that vision that dream so much further. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's really awesome to see that. Speaking on where you're at with your family life, the equip company that you're yeah. equip leaders in that that you have uh, up and running, what is your definition of wealth and what would you like to leave to your family when you leave?
1: Right. So, that's a Tremendous question. That's actually a pretty loaded question. <laughs> yeah. So good job on that. My definition of wealth is being able to have. Okay. So I asked this question to somebody I was meeting with coffee with, and I asked them, when does time become more valuable than money? Mm. And I think my definition of wealth personally with that statement, because that's a very important thing mm-hmm. to me that my time is, absolutely more important and more valuable than any amount of money Mm -hmm. that I can have. So, you know, my wife has a a need for having stability and I have a need to have that stability for her. And as long as we have, I mean, the base is covered to me as wealthy. Mm -hmm. The fact that I can buy my time and my time is very expensive whenever I'm giving it away. But ultimately for me to live and be able to spend time with my wife and children and family and friends, it's not very expensive. 10 rental houses. And I'm actually pretty good. Like I could do nothing more with my day except just take care of that. And i would be fine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So financially that's to take care of my family, but obviously to do the equip thing, I fully fund that through my real estate. And that just kind of depends on the need. We take 25% of our, uh, profits from any real estate deals that we do to invest in that, whether well, it's uh, here with our local mission because we have a group that meets and we have speakers come in to you know, we had a woman come in and teach about how to do LLCs and how to set up an S-Corp and all those things by yourself. Had a guy to start an apparel company uh, named Dwight Womack that owns Grind Legacy and you know, it's how he went from having a college education, having a good job, to becoming unemployed. And he had to overcome. He was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to educate myself on how to have an apparel company. I'm going to execute the plan. I'm going to endure all the heartache and frustration that comes along with that. And I'm going to empower other people to do the same. Wow. And then I had a guy that uh, came the last month, I guess it was February, before all this crazy happened. <laughs> and he taught how he got 10,000 followers on his Instagram and Facebook in less than four months.
3: Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So
1: the idea of equip is to help people live a better story Yeah, because we all have things that happen to us every single day. That's extraordinary. And we let it pass us by mm-hmm. yeah. and everybody has a story we're telling. It, and that's the real point of it. Wow. That's really cool.
3: Yeah. Actually, I love that on your bio, how you said that, you know, people are really and truly amazing. And sometimes you don't realize that there's things that happen to us and we don't really even share it, but we don't realize that our stories can Literally impact other people's lives, and it could just one story could literally have a ripple effect in other people's lives. So I Absolutely. love what you do. So thank you for that, because that's how you're serving just your community locally and internationally. It's just such an amazing story. So thank you.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know if I answered the other part of your question.
3: Oh yes, yeah. Go. go yeah, it's more
2: it. just the the legacy that you're looking at leaving behind for
1: legacy. your family Yeah, for my children. So for my children and wife. And just my family in general is to have that independent spirit mm. um, because every child is different. I never understood the way that kids turned out differently whenever they're all raised in the same home until I had children of my own. <laughs> and they are all different. I mean, I can see it in them. I'm a big student of DISC profiles and mm. and just the human behavior and behavior. Seeing it in my children has been amazing that the legacy that I want to leave for them is to be able to say, you know what? I know who you are and I want to support you and empower you and be your cheerleader because there's so many people that don't have cheerleaders in their lives. Mm -hmm. I was very blessed to have parents that, even though every month was a struggle to make sure we had a roof over our head and food in our bellies, that my parents were always cheerleaders in my dreams. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing more that I appreciate that aspect of my parents even though we were broke grew up in the ghettos of Oklahoma and Texas and lived in six other states but I always had cheerleaders in my corner so I know that that's the number one thing I want to leave as a legacy to my children and to my wife to make sure that she has all the the care and support and financial stability and freedom that she needs and wants. And uh, she wants to have a farm. Like, she's a. My wife would have survived on the wagon train. Like, that's probably the best way to describe my wife. Like, she is just country but city girl. It's kind (laughs) of crazy. So, for her to to not have to worry, it's for her to actually be engaged with, you know, God forbid I I pass away sooner than, you know, I'd like to. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad actually passed away eight years ago this year. So. Mm I never knew my grandparents on my dad's side, my children will never know my dad. So the reason why I exercise, the reason why I do all the things that I do is so that I will be around here for that. But if I'm not, I'm not gonna be dumb and not to take care of my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Great. I
3: absolutely just wanted to kind of point out what you said about your knowing that your kids are different from each other. And so just for a lot of, uh, we're not parents yet, but we always, see our friends who are parents that say, wow, I can't believe that these two kids of ours who come from the same parents, literally like we're trying to raise them the same, but, but yet they're so different. And I love that because you're really, what you're doing is you're recognizing each of their strengths and you're championing them and you're not saying, Hey, you have to be the same, you know, as why can't you be like your brother or why can't you be like your sister? It's more like really understanding that they're different and then you're just championing them in their unique ways. So I love, love, love that. With our uh, listeners, what can you share that are three actionable tips for our listeners to be able to apply to their lives, for them to be able to live a wealthy life?
1: So I'm a man of faith, and so the number one thing that I can say was wisdom from my dad. He said there's only two things that are eternal in this world, and that is God and his people. Mm -hmm. And that's the number one thing I've chosen to really – adapt my life to and to invest my life and time and energy and money into as people. Mm. And I can't even tell you where I'd be if I didn't have a, a mentor named Guy Madison. Um, I'd, I'd probably be divorced and to have declared bankruptcy, to be absolutely perfectly honest. Having a mentor in your life that loves you, that you actually give permission to, because it's not one-way conversation. It's having a mentor that you trust. I can tell Guy, anything, and I know that I have confidence that it will be kept between he and I. He doesn't tell his wife, I, you know, and I can't tell you how important that is to have somebody that you give permission to and that you can open up and trust. Yeah, that's also in, in real estate, or if you choose to be a doctor, if you choose to be an engineer, or you know, if you're going to be a waiter, if you're going to be a waiter, you know, be, a waiter, you'd be the best waiter you can, right. you find the best to follow. So that'd be number one. Number two is know how to figure out who you are because Mm -hmm. there's so many people in this world that don't, you know, you asked me some questions and I, you know, I mean, I got to really think about that, but I didn't have to take a long time because I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I know what my goals are. I know what my aspirations are. I know where I'm going. So find a way to figure out where you're going and find out what you're meant to do in this world. If You don't you're going to run around like a chicken with your head cut off and you're going to wait 10 or 20 years of your life. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last thing is surround yourself with people that are where you want to go. Mm. You know, whether that's a mentality, whether that's in money, you're an average of the five people you hang around. Right. I can't right. tell you how absolutely true that is. Yeah. The multimillionaires that I hang out with, but I get to call friend where superhero t-shirts and it's awesome because people look at me, it's like, man, you look so relaxed. Like I'm wearing flip flops today. And people are like, why are you wearing that? Yesterday when we, I went to go meet the guy to go buy that house, I was wearing right here. <laughs> right shorts, here you, right <laughs> there. Baby, right there. You know, I was That's wearing flip flops, a superhero <laughs> t-shirt and shorts. You know, done. <laughs> and you know, I don't care. Yeah. You, know, you guys don't care. You know, you're rocking and rolling, you know? Yeah. And, I guess there's a fourth. So the fourth one is to make sure and educate yourself. Read books, period. Yeah. And educate yourself.
3: (laughs) Well, actually, we're going to ask you those questions. We're going to get you into that. Okay. So Mm -hmm. awesome. I love your advice. That was amazing. Thank you so much for that. Okay. Quick 10 rapid fire questions. These are questions that we ask our guests. Some of them are random things. Some of them are related to our podcasting. And we want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. And we'll keep it quick and concise. Are you ready? Potatoes. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
3: Tomato. Okay. You are ready. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) If you could choose one book to live by, what would it be?
1: Think big and kick ass. Okay.
2: Your personal hero, living deceased, someone you know or don't know.
1: That would be Brookshire Hathaway. Warren Uh, Buffett. Warren Buffett. (laughs) He's a billionaire. and He still lives in the same house in Omaha, Nebraska that he's had for 50 years.
3: Yep.
1: (laughs) So that shows a humble spirit.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. Number three, the one thing you intentionally have to do every single day?
1: Spend time with my wife and kids. Okay.
2: One hobby that brings you the most joy? DJing.
3: Ooh. Okay. okay. Five. Good answer. <laughs> most mm-hmm. rewarding thing you've done for someone in need?
1: Supporting the pastors in Kenya.
2: Gotcha. awesome. Yeah. First movie quote that comes to your mind? <laughs>
1: uh, it was from a meme, so it's really bad. That's the one that's in my head. It's from Dazed and Confused, and it's the one where, oh gosh, what's his name? It's like, the thing I love about high school girls is that I get older, but they stay the same age. <laughs> but, it had, but the meme, because it's one of my favorite movies, but the meme was the one thing I like about fixed rates is that the older I get, they stay the same rate. Yeah. So that's why it's in my head. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Awesome. All right. Number uh, seven, last big purchase you made for yourself.
1: Uh, I took a trip to New York okay. with my brother and uh, one of my students.
2: Perfect. That's awesome. Uh, food you cannot
1: live without. Number eight. Taipei. Oh. My favorite restaurant at the corner of my street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. What is your spirit animal?
1: Spirit animal. I have never thought about that question. Um, let's just say Marvel character Gambit. There you go. All
3: right. <laughs> okay, I so you're a Marvel character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. And I
2: it's cool. Gambit is a uh, an awesome guy. Uh so number 10, finish this sentence. If I'm stuck on an island by myself, that that that.
1: I would have Paris swimming trunks. <laughs>
3: Perfect. Somehow you knew that you were gonna be stuck on an island, so you you had a. <laughs> <your>
1: Apparently. <laughs> I'm pretty resourceful as a Boy Scout, so I can hunt, and fish, and do all that stuff, so.
3: you can put one together with pocket a,
1: knife,
3: pocket knife, there you go. No, pocket oh. knife. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. So two party questions for our listeners: Where can our listeners find out more about you? And if you were to encourage our listeners to serve or give into something what would that be
1: so you need to find out what so the second the answer to the second question first find out what you're passionate about find out what you if, if you would do something for absolutely free what would that be mm. that's where you probably need to give I have, a, I have a good friend of mine that he and his wife love and support the homeless community and also mental health because of a family tragedy in their home and they're extremely wealthy people and that's where they give their time energy and money to and he asked me whatever we met it's like hey do you need money or do you need anything like that and I said no because what I do has nothing to do with your heart and your passion so I don't want your money but I do ask for wisdom and he gave me some tremendous wisdom that was uh, very useful to me and then what was the first question
2: where can we find you
1: Working. Oh yeah, so I'm on, mostly on on Facebook, Quipping Leaders Network. You probably have a description in your podcast or whatever, but that's where I am most of the time. And my personal phone number is on there as well. Mm. Call me, talk to me, text me. I mean I'm good anytime anywhere. So
3: awesome. awesome. Wow. Well, Roger, thank you so much for chatting with us. I know that you are a busy man and you have stuff to do today. So we really appreciate your time and just making this happen and being with us here today because you dropped some really inspiring things. So in just this few minutes that we've sat with you and we just hope that our listeners get inspired to live a life of generosity and financial freedom.
1: So, well, thank you guys so much for having me. It was an honor to be here and uh, take some time with you guys. So
2: thank you. Perfect. That was a lot of fun. That man has so much wisdom and driving in a pickup truck, he was able to do (laughs) this entire interview, which is amazing and did it safely as well. Um, But I really love his talk on family first and setting the guidelines and the time on his money, energy and relationships and Mm -hmm. just being able to focus on what really matters in life.
3: Yeah. And I love that he shared on uh, how to network, right? Like a lot of times we think about networking and we just think about the amount of people that we could possibly meet and maximizing, you know, the, again, just as many people as we could uh, possibly network with. And for him, it's all about being really personal, getting names from three people and really following up with them and forming those very personal connections. And so I think that's a very valuable tip, uh, just a valuable story uh, that he shared with us. And Hopefully, you guys really enjoyed that. And if you love this episode, we'd love for you to share it with at least one person that you think will be impacted by this. And also, go ahead and subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Next week, we have Johnny. And he is a podcast host of a podcast called Johnny Talks. He's a personal finance blogger and also our very first guest from another country. He is from Luxembourg. And really excited to chat with him about... His different take on finances, just coming from a different culture, a different background. And so we're really excited to share that with you next week. Make sure you tune in.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wildly Wealthy Life. We hope that this episode has helped you take another step towards living fully, giving freely, and building a legacy that deeply impacts your community. We'd love to hear what you think about today's show. Please leave us a review or like us on iTunes and YouTube and click the subscribe button so you won't miss a show. You can also visit us at wildlywealthylife.com for today's show notes. See you on our next episode. Thank you and may you live a wildly wealthy life.